1059 The Region, in partnership with REMAX Prime Properties, present On the Market, real estate advice that works for you. Have a real estate question? Call us at 416-335-1059. Tweet us at 1059 The Region or email us at info at 1059theregion.com. You're listening to 105.9 The Region, and welcome to On The Market. This is York Region's exclusive radio real estate show. I'm station manager Tina Cortez, and my co-host and real estate expert is Asif Khan with REMAX Prime Properties. Good morning, Asif. Good morning, Tina. What do you want to talk about today? And I know you're just chomping at the bit to get to it, so go ahead. Oh, man, Tina. So this show is reminiscent of a couple of years ago when we would be looking at numbers, and they were just flying through the roof. And if you look at, you know, everyone's heard the Toronto Real Estate Board numbers that just came out and sales were up 18.9%. So that's the headline, right? That's sales are up 18%. And and average price was up 3.6%. But where are these numbers coming from? So we're going to dig deeper and find out where these numbers are coming for. And, and a lot of people will look at this and say, yeah, well, Toronto is a strange animal and it's always up. But if you look at Toronto itself... The sales were only up 13.12, only 13.12%. And the average price there was up 7.8%. So this is pretty normal for Toronto. But what was leading the pack? So the two areas in the GTA that were leading the pack were Durham and York Region. So Durham was up 28% in unit sales. They were up 4.3% in price. Inventory is relatively the same there as it was last year, and days on market, again, relatively the same. But going over to York Region, sales were up 24.17%. So that's number of units sold. Number of units sold. And when you're looking at average price, York Region was down 0.44%, so just under half a percent. Now, why is that? It's because 905 condos, guess how much they were up? I can't even imagine. They were up 24% in unit sales. Wow. So the mix has changed. And when you change the mix, that's going to change your average price point because you're you're going from selling houses around the million dollar mark, $900,000 mark, and now all of a sudden you've got condos which are averaging about $500,000. And that's why the average price appears to be down. But when you're comparing apples to apples, you're still up for detached homes, you're still up for semis, you're still up for townhouses, and obviously you're up for condos. So what does it mean for buyers then, that I'm just going to have to dish out more money no matter what the property is? It's not necessarily dishing out more money. I mean, appreciation continues to be at healthy levels. We're not seeing those 10% or 15% appreciation uh, levels that we saw you know, two, three years ago. At the same time, prices continue to climb. And when you're in a world-class city like Toronto, you're going to have that in the surrounding areas where prices continue to climb because it's more affordable for people to live in York Region or Durham Region or Peel Region. Even Peel Region was up 19.65%. So if you compare that to Toronto's numbers, everything surrounding the city of Toronto itself is up, and that shows how transit is helping, the extension for the 407 is helping, because now people can afford to live in the surrounding areas and still be connected to the city. Would you suggest then to buyers that perhaps now isn't the time to invest in a condo, but maybe try another type of property? It's it's always a good time to invest in condos because the, the city is going vertical and the prices are going to continue to climb. So if you think about two or three years ago, 
only two or three years ago, our average price for a condo, when it went from 600 to 700 to 800 and people said, oh my God, $800 a square foot. Now condos are selling for $1,400, $1,600 a square foot. And that shows you how much demand there is for vertical living. Now, you wanted to take a deeper dive into these numbers, but I also wanted to ask you, um, are you seeing bidding wars as well? We are. And again, as we say, with the stress test and everything that's come into play, this is the new normal and people are used to it. Well, the return of the bidding war is also the new normal because you've got bidding wars on almost every property. Look at inventory. When you're looking at inventory for all of Toronto, all, all of the Toronto Real Estate Board's active listings, they're down 4.3%. But if you go to York Region, you're down 10.3% for active listings. Peel, you're down 8.7% for active listings. So you're seeing an inventory, an active inventory crunch right across the board. So inventory is down equals more bidding wars. More bidding wars because you've got more demand. Sales are up. Sales are not up 5% or 4%. Sales are up 24% in York Region. Add that to inventory being down 10%, you're going to have a lot more eyeballs on that house. And that's what's creating the bidding wars. And that's what's creating the new normal, which is going to be multiple offers. And what other numbers did you want to get to in terms of um, sales? I wanted to speak about inventory and months of inventory. So right now, if you remember when we spoke about months of inventory and what a buyer's market is or a seller's market is, and you know anything around the four to six months is pretty much a normal market. Anything under the six-month level is a seller's market, and anything over six months is a buyer's market. We only have two months of inventory, and that's in the Toronto area as a whole. When you look at Peel Region, you have maybe six weeks of inventory. So as inventory continues to decrease, you're going to have a lot of people bidding for these houses. So one, you need to get pre-qualified right away so that you know what you can afford, not only in terms of the price points that are out there, but what you can pay in terms of a multiple offer. And at the same time, you want to make sure that you're not overbidding because the appraisals are still going to play a huge role. And if you are noticing signs in your neighborhood in that house that's been listed for quite some time, that means that it is not listed correctly? It's either overpriced or there could be something wrong with the house because anything that's listed at market value is selling within the 19 days, 23 days. Uh, that's the average days on market right now. So if it's sitting there for 40 days or 50 days or 60 days, you know there's something wrong with the three pillars and those are price, accessibility or condition. When we come back, house prices may be up, but mortgage rates are the lowest we've seen in years. That story is coming up. Stay with us. You're listening to On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Need to connect with Asif Khan from REMAX Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca. Now, back to On the Market on 105.9 The Region. You're listening to 105.9 The Region, and welcome back to On The Market, York Region's only radio real estate show. I'm station manager Tina Cortez, and my co-host is Asif Khan with REMAX Prime Properties. Thank you, Tina. Joining us now is Asif Kasim from the Integrity Tree. Asif, welcome back. Thank you, guys. 
as if we're hearing a lot of talk about the market heating up and interest rates are actually helping us out. Tell us a little bit about the interest rates, what's going on, and what are we to expect? It's definitely heating up now, and a lot of that has to do with the fact that rates have dropped. It's back down to some of the all-time lows. We're talking about... You know, two and a quarter, two and three quarters, give or take. It's all under three percent again, which uh, we haven't seen for several months. So things are definitely picking up, and that has to build consumer confidence. I mean, you've got people that were holding back. There's so much pent up demand from how quiet the market was last year, and now these people are realizing, okay, one, prices are going up, as we just heard in the first part. But now you've got people saying, hey, maybe I can spend a little bit more because the interest rates are so low. Maybe I can go out and buy now instead of renting for another year. Is that what you're seeing? Are you seeing a lot of renters turning to buying because of these interest rates? Are you seeing people actually moving up and qualifying for a detached instead of a semi? Yes, we are seeing a lot of that right now. A lot of it has to do with uh, we had such a long winter, and this is the time of the year, typically May onwards, is when uh, the volumes pick up. And what we've seen now is banks, lenders across the board, this is when they start to drop their rates. And uh, it becomes a little bit more enticing because you can afford a little bit more than you could before. And what's happening is clients are seeing all of these ads. Uh, all these lenders are putting out really low rates, and clients are jumping at it and, and trying to make offers on properties because they can get an extra ten, twenty thousand dollars $20,000 in affordability. And do you find that uh, buyers are out there maybe going after something that they shouldn't be or perhaps really can't afford? Well, we're starting to see the impact of that stress test. Well, not starting to. We've seen it all along. But now that the market's picked up again, you're starting to realize again that that stress test has impacted buyers. So a cautionary thing, I would recommend that all clients speak with a professional in advance. And the reason being is we're having clients go in firm on offers and then realize that maybe we don't qualify for this and the bank isn't going to give you that mortgage. So we have to find co-signers in the 11th hour to add on. So reaching out to mom, dad, or siblings to add them onto a mortgage. And that's even more complicated because we have to take their debts into account as well. And that's what we're seeing. We just <laughs> spoke about multiple offers and how the new normal is back again to that that environment where everything is a bidding war and you have to go in firm. Now, this really complicates it because if you're going in firm and you need to bring in a third party in order for you to qualify, you need to make sure that who you're bringing in is able to qualify. I agree. And so what's happening is for a clientele that come to me, we actually run all their numbers well in advance. When they have the idea of that, I want to buy a place, before you even look, sit down with me. Let's go through your credit. Let's go through the numbers. Let's check your income. Verify all the details first. And if we can get a pre-approval from the lender, fantastic. But it's a fully vetted pre-approval where all documents are uh, pretty much reviewed and checked off. And we found you know, last year where people were waiting. So they would go out and look at properties and we would ask them, hey, have you been pre-qualified? by your lender, they would say, yeah, I'm going to do that. Once I start to see houses that I like, I'm going to go out and get pre-qualified. But now you're back to that that landscape where you need to be pre-qualified before you even head out because you need to know what you can spend, not only for the price of the house, but for the extra that you're going to be spending in terms of the bidding war and, and the price increase based on that. 
Yeah, I, I would say that it's always been a recommendation to meet with a professional. Whether you walk into the branch, where you walk, uh, you speak to a mortgage specialist or a mortgage broker, regardless of who you're speaking with, I highly recommend checking all this stuff out because you end up wasting time. And the other thing that really happens is you get deflated. You fall in love with a home, and then you realize the bank says no, and then you, you know, you feel differently about it. It hurts because you fell in love with something. So if you've checked out what you can purchase for that maximum. You're not going to go above and beyond that and fall in love with something you just can't afford. And can you share some of the stories from inside your office of folks who have maybe, you know, fallen in love with a property and then had to settle and, and make other arrangements? Well, there are some challenging conversations that I've had with clients where I say to them, listen, you're going to have to back out of this. You haven't gone firm. You still have a condition of finance, but you're not going to qualify for this. And maybe you don't have a cosigner. Maybe you don't have a sibling or a parent who will jump onto that transaction with you. I've had situations where I've had clients walk into the bank, and this has happened a few times. They've walked into the bank, spoke with their branch, and the person who's sitting on the other side of the counter, they only have so much experience. So they'll give you a piece of paper with 10 clauses that say you're pre-approved. The problem being is they didn't verify the income, didn't check the credit, didn't run the numbers, and then they went and made firm offers. And now the problem is when they're trying to close that transaction, the bank turns around and says, we can't help you. Sorry, you don't actually qualify. And so how binding then, Asif, is that firm offer? Are there penalties to, play, to pay? There are. I mean, it's, it's a contract. And if you've got in firm on a home, you've purchased that home and the sellers are relying on you to purchase this home. We're seeing the same thing with, you know, uh, as Asif was talking about experience matters, we're seeing that with realtors too when they come to the table and they're putting down these offers, which are fifty, sixty thousand dollars $60,000 over asking and you're thinking... That's great. You'll get this house. You may not have had to pay that much, but you'll get this house. But how are you going to get around the appraisal? Because the bank's not going to appraise it. And if your client only has 20% down or 15% down, you're not going to be able to close on this property. So these are things that experience really helps with. And it not only matters that you have an experienced realtor on board, but you need an experienced lender on board. That's a great point because we have seen an influx of purchase prices coming in over the appraised value, and the clients have to come up with that difference. And the banks aren't going to budge on that. Whatever the appraisal is, that's what they're running with. And so how many times have you seen that appraisal value stop a contract in its tracks? Oh, I've seen that significantly, and especially in the last two to three years. That's happened quite frequently. So it's not something that the bank is going to roll over on and say, you know what, we'll just rubber stamp this. Everybody's in agreement, and we're going to move forward. They won't ignore that. Well, for a bank, they have to protect their interest in the property. So they want to make sure that the amount that they're lending out is actually the amount that the property is worth in case they need to sell it. And if you're paying 50000 over, the bank's going to say, no problem, we'll still lend you what we told you we would lend you, but you need to come up with that extra cash to make up that difference. And not a lot of people have fifty or $60,000 extra sitting in their bank account. And this is where the experience of the realtor comes into play. If that realtor is only looking for the bottom line, then that's putting you in a complicated position. An experienced realtor will tell you, listen, you've got to come up with this difference. Do you have that money put aside? And if they don't, then they'll know to back out of that situation. And is that when an alternative lender might also come into play? Or would you follow those same rules? Alternative lenders typically follow the same rules. They might be a little bit more lenient involved. But I found even with private lenders, they've pretty much said if it's... The, whatever the appraisal price is, that's what we're running with. 
Now, these are the lowest interest rates we've seen in years. Does that mean that you're a lot busier, Asif? Oh, yeah. The phone's been ringing. Uh, I would say all the guys who's, who are working at the operation that we have, uh, they've been quite busy. Um, it's that time of the year. Typically, from May, May onwards, typically it goes until about July. It's been busy. I have a feeling we're going to go busy all the way through until September. We had a lead start to the spring. We started off gangbusters, but with the winter dragging on, people are now getting excited, and now things are moving. We're booking appointments for properties that if you don't get into that property on the day that it's hitting the market, you may not be able to see it because it's going to sell that night. And we've had a couple of incidents where our clients have said, hey, let's put an offer on this tomorrow morning. And we've said, no, it's not going to last until tomorrow morning. And guess what? The property sells the next morning. And Asif, the first step then, if you're looking to buy a home this summer, is to determine how much you can afford. Yes, that's definitely the first step before you do anything else is find out what you actually qualify for. And if that pre-qualification doesn't require you giving a credit application and actual income verification, it's of no value. You have to provide your income, verify all the details, check the credit. And once you do all of that, then we can say, yes, here's your maximum. Asif, if people want to get a hold of you to send in their pre-qualification applications, how do they get a hold of you? They can reach out at uh, www.integritytree.ca. When we come back, we get to your real estate questions and this week's unbelievable hot listing. And just a reminder, if you missed any part of our show, go to 1059theregion.com. This is On the Market on 1059 The Region. Stay with us. Need to connect with Asif Khan from REMAX Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca. Now, back to On the Market on 1059 The Region. Welcome back to On the Market, York Region's exclusive radio real estate show on 105.9 The Region. I'm station manager Tina Cortez, and my co-host is Asif Khan with Remax Prime Properties. Time now for our listener questions. The first one comes from Jared in Richmond Hill. He is on the market for office space, ideally fully furnished. Where does he begin the search? Asif? Great question, and uh, we just had this uh, earlier this morning for one of my clients, too. But for office space, it really... It matters what you're looking for. Do you need industrial? Do you need commercial space? Do you need retail? It depends how much exposure you need. Do you need a drive-in door? So when you're looking for a commercial space, there's a lot of factors that go into narrowing down your search so that you're looking at the right areas. So we'd love to have a conversation with you, get all of that figured out, and then we could start you on the right way. And Jared would have to be clear then on the type of business as well, right? That's right, because there's a lot of areas that won't permit certain types of businesses. So, for example, if you're looking for an auto shop, most municipalities only have certain corridors that they allow that. If you're looking for a food establishment, there are certain parking requirements that uh, a plaza would need or a building would need to have in place. So we need to make sure that what you require would meet the zoning criteria as well. Our next question comes from Clifton in Markham. He is looking for a four-bedroom home, but before he connects with an agent, he wants to know if he should visit a few open houses on his own. Will he be pressured by an agent on site if he decides to go this route? Asif, what do you think? Well, there's, there's always going to be pressure from agents when you walk in without representation. 
the thing to remember is when you walk into an open house and you're dealing with that agent, they're under contract to the seller. And their obligation is to make sure that the seller is getting the best value for what they provide. When you walk in as a buyer, you want to have your own representation so that you're able to dictate the terms to the seller. In a multiple offer market, there's not a lot that you know, buyers can dictate, but at the same time, you want to have that representation to protect your rights as a buyer in that transaction. So it's always good to establish a relationship with an agent prior to going into open houses or even seeing properties on your own. Asif, always good advice. If our listeners want to connect with you directly, how can they do that? They can give me a call at 416-985-5426. Now, just before we go, this week's very hot listing and lots of detailed information from Heather Cooper from REMAX Prime Properties. Heather, I can't wait to hear all about The Well. The Well, it's actually the most anticipated project in all of Toronto in a while. And it's also the most ambitious mixed-use endeavor in all of Canada. You've got 7.8 acres of office, retail, residential, all bordering Front and Spadina and Wellington. This is not a condominium project. This is a community. They're building a community. And with all of the attributes that this community will feature, this is the place to be. And it's been under, you know, top secret, lock and key. You don't even have a lot of details. So what do we know that we can share with our audience right now? Well, we do know that it's launching today. Uh, if they want, if you guys are interested, come to our office between 12 and 3 p.m. We will have our floor plans, the price list, the worksheets. So none of that information is out there right now. It is not. Yikes. It's not. This this has been kept under wraps because there is so much demand for this project. The only way to get in on this project is to make sure that you get in today. So if you're interested, <laughs> I know there's a lot of people coming to the office today, but you got to give us a call and make sure that we can save one of the worksheets for you. And where are the offices located? So if our listeners do want to connect and get in on the well, how can they do that? Surrey Max Prime Properties, located at 72 Copper Creek Drive. That's in the Boxgrove Plaza. Or you can call 416-554-3566. Can't wait to hear all about it. I know it's going to be busy this afternoon. Asif, that's our show for this week. Great show, Tina. Thank you. Remember, if you need to connect with Asif Khan or if you missed any part of On the Market, go to our website, 1059theregion.com. Thanks for listening. Need to connect with Asif Khan from REMAX Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca.